Good morning. It is Tuesday, December 19th. Here's what we're working on this morning. The UN Security Council is set to weigh a call for a ceasefire in Gaza. A winter weather travel advisory is in effect as snow hits the GTHA. And the trailer for the fourth Kung Fu Panda movie is out. There are new characters. And there are these new vehicles on the road this morning. Snow plows mm, and soldiers. Yes. Yes. So thank you to the bit. crews for being out overnight. That's right, yes. Mm -hmm. I saw some of them this morning as I was coming in, mm -hmm. uh, working their way along Highway 5 or Dundas Street. Uh, and uh, yeah, they're out there this morning, so be careful. So not tons of snow yet. Uh, no, no. no, no, no there's uh, not going to be tons. Not, not a lot, no. Yeah. Uh, we've had a trace to maybe a centimeter yeah. or a bit more, and that's about it. Just enough to make this, uh, the, the grass a little less green. <laughs> that's about mm. it. Uh, but it's, it's a chilly start to the morning. Morning here. Uh, temperature right now is sitting at minus four with a wind chill of minus 12. That's because that wind is a northwest wind and is gusting to almost 50 kilometers an hour right now. Um, so we've had some flurry activity. There's a little bit more, as we mentioned off the top, travel advisory, particularly now into the Niagara region. Uh, they could get about five centimeters of snow. It's still snowing a little heavier there uh, throughout the moment, uh, but that'll taper off to just some flurries. And then we could see a little bit of sunshine later today. But uh, yeah, it's going to be a chilly day. High of only minus two, wind chill about minus six as the day progresses. Uh, it'll be a little bit milder for the day tomorrow. We'll talk about that coming up. Uh, quick focus on traffic here, uh, just quick because there's nothing happening. But of course, winter driving uh, skills, once again, you'll need those today because some of the roads are a little bit slippery. 403 Waterdown Road, nothing to see right there. Uh, just a few MTO traffic cameras, Centennial Parkway. There's no volume here. Top of the Burlington Skyway Bridge. Uh, here's a look at Burl Oak, but I do want to show you this camera into the Garden City Skyway. Oh yeah, they're getting a little bit more snow through that area right now. As we mentioned, travel advisory in effect for there. All right, we'll look at the forecast in detail and we'll check the traffic watch as well coming up right now, the news. Thank you, Brian. The United Nations Security Council has postponed voting on an Arab-backed Gaza ceasefire resolution and the release of Israeli hostages. The delay is to prevent a potential veto from the United States because of its close alliance with Israel. The 10-week war has devastated northern Gaza, prompting about 85 percent of the population to evacuate. U.S. and Israeli officials, along with Qatar's prime minister, met in Poland to negotiate the release of additional hostages. It's the first meeting since the ceasefire ended in late November. The U.N. says the conflict has resulted in over 19,000 Palestinian deaths, with thousands more buried in Gaza's rubble. Canada has joined 14 nations, including the UK, Australia and France, in urging Israel to halt extremist settler attacks on Palestinians. The statement is warning that Israel should do more to stop extremist settler violence. Armed groups living in Israeli settlements have attacked Palestinians more than 340 times since the start of October, with eight Palestinian civilians killed. The extremist violence has forced more than 1,200 Palestinians from their homes. The international statement calls for protection for people in the region. In an interview last week, Israel's ambassador to Canada suggested that Israel gives more weight to international concerns about its government policies. 
Canada is part of a new international force created to protect ships in the Red Sea that have come under attack from Yemen's Houthi rebels. The rebels, reportedly backed by Iran, have shared video of a drone attack on two cargo vessels. Oil and natural gas giant BP has joined four of the world's top five container shipping companies in avoiding the area because of attacks like this. About 10 percent of the world's trade passes through the narrow waterway between Yemen and East Africa, leading to the Red Sea and the Suez Canal. A lot of ships are now taking a longer way around the Cape of Good Hope, adding days to their voyages. This new protection force that Canada is part of will do joint patrols to protect ships going through the Red Sea. Let's bring you back home and top story around these parts is Environment Canada. They have issued a winter weather travel advisory for much of southern Ontario. That includes Niagara. Northwest winds, as Brian was saying, gusting up to 60 kilometers an hour may result in some localized blowing snow. Travel could be a little hazardous due to sudden changes in the weather. Agency is warning drivers just to take it easy, slow down in slippery conditions and uh, watch for taillights ahead. And winds of more than 100 kilometers an hour are forecast on Canada's east coast. Last night, about 50,000 people were without power in Nova Scotia, as well as over 90,000 in the dark in New Brunswick. Now, volunteer groups in the Halifax area have bought ice fishing shelters for those living in encampments. Teenage boy has been taken to hospital with life-altering injuries after he was struck by a vehicle and suffered a head injury. This happened in Hamilton yesterday, around 8.30 yesterday morning, at the intersection of Nash Road South and Glen Echo Drive. This vehicle was traveling southbound on Nash Road, and the teenager was on a scooter, which you could see on the roadway there, uh, crossing the road uh, right before uh, he was struck. The severity of his injuries have been downgraded to now life-altering. The individual remains at hospital and our traffic safety unit continues to investigate the uh, collision. Police say details surrounding who had the right of way and the direction the team was traveling. That does remain under investigation. The man known as Hamilton's HIV killer has been denied parole. Johnson Aziga has been convicted of manslaughter and other charges for not disclosing his HIV positive status to sexual partners. The Parole Board of Canada immediately rejected his application for day and full parole. Two women died as a result of Aziga failing to disclose his status after he was ordered to do so. Earlier this year, a panel upheld his dangerous offender designation it comes with an indefinite sentence. I want to give you an update now to yesterday's fatal single vehicle crash in St. Catharines near East Chester Avenue and Bunting Road. 29-year-old Cody Michael Black of St. Catharines has been arrested and charged with impaired operation causing bodily harm, causing death and bodily harm. Impaired driving, it doesn't seem to want to go away. And as much as uh, all the efforts of all the community partners and with all the tragic stories that happen so uh, unfortunately regularly, uh, it continues to happen. Uh, there's really no reason for it. There's lots of opportunities for people to make good decisions, for, to not drive. Officers say a male passenger in his 20s was found to be in critical condition. Despite emergency efforts, the passenger died at the scene. The second passenger, a 19-year-old man, was taken to hospital with what is believed to be serious, non-life-threatening injuries. A 29-year-old man's been charged after sexual uh, child sexual abuse material was uploaded in St. Catharines. Niagara Police launched an investigation into a Google cloud-based storage service back in August. As a, during a search warrant at a home in St. Catharines earlier this month, they recovered several images and videos. Paul Nguyen Brown has been charged with possessing and accessing child pornography.
Packer College has been named the top research college in the country. It's a ranking the school's vice president of research, innovation and strategic enterprises says will attract future students. He says uh, they have their act together and they can actually, uh, we're a middle-sized college, but we can really hit with the big boys, so to speak. And so when a student is considering where they're going to go to do their studies, uh, they may look at that as a sign of quality. Niagara College has four innovation centers, business and commercialization, food and beverage, horticulture and environmental sciences and advanced manufacturing. All work with small and medium-sized businesses in research, innovation and development. This is the second time in less than five years Niagara has been named the number one college in Canada for research funding. Salvation Army is feeling the impact of tough economic times. Its annual survey suggests that 25% of Canadians and 40% of single parents are extremely concerned. They will not be able to cover the cost of basic needs this year. And while the numbers of those struggling rise, donations to support them have dropped. The Salvation Army is asking anyone who can to make a donation. Well, it's not a partridge in a pear tree, but a family in Lexington, Kentucky got quite the surprise. They found something else living in their Christmas tree. It was an owl. They had already decorated the tree and four days went by before anyone spotted it. Oh, there it is. It was gently released, removed from the tree, and uh, they let it fly back into a wooded area. What a hoot that is. Uh, uh, who's in the tree? Who? Oh. That's Lisa pretty cool. At least it wasn't a squirrel. Clark, yeah. Clark knows what a squirrel can do. Our stuffed squirrel is in our tree. Oh, is hiding it? there waiting not a, to spring. Not, not as vicious? <laughs> yeah, it's going to do a sports line. Good stuff there. All right. Uh, struggling Raptors back on the home court. Losers of five of their past six games. Luckily, they had the equally struggling Charlotte Hornets in town. But Toronto needed a big final quarter to pull this one out. Rozier, good job by Yeah, big night for Scotty Barnes, who was doing it at both ends of the floor. He scored 10 of his 22 points in the fourth, matched a career high with 17 rebounds. Pascal Siakam, also good, led the way with 27 points as they outscored the shorthanded Hornets 35-18 in the final frame and got the 114-99 win. They welcome the champs from Denver into town tomorrow. Lock number seven on the night. It ties the pockets. OKC Yeah, always have to check on how our boy, Hamilton boy, Shea Gilgis-Alexander is doing. He was his usual fantastic self in OKC's. The Thunder would easily tame the Memphis Grizzlies. Canada's Athlete of the Year would drop 30 points in only three quarters. They crushed the Grizz, 116-97. On the ice in Winnipeg, Montreal's Justin Barron scored the overtime winner with his brother Morgan on the ice for the Jets. The Habs take it 3-2. Burlington's Josh Anderson scored his fourth of the season for the Habs with all those goals coming in the past few games after being held scoreless through the first 29. Montreal is in mini on Thursday. Leafs host the Rangers tonight. Lock, end zone. It is caught. Touchdown, Seattle. Ooh, what a finish for the Monday Nighter from Seattle where backup QB Drew Locke hooked up with Jackson Smith and Jigba for that beautiful 29-yard touchdown to propel them 
into the 20 to 17 lead over Philadelphia and the Eagles Jalen Hurts was intercepted by Julian Love to end the game and Philly third straight loss Seahawks keep their playoff hopes alive. <laughs> they moved to seven and seven on the season Eagles dropped to 10 four. Let's finish with some great news for Canadian quarterback and Oakville native Nathan Rourke who was selected off waivers by the New England Patriots to be in on the Jacksonville Jaguars practice squad. He was waived on Monday to only be picked up by the Pats. So Rourke, who won the CFL's most outstanding Canadian award back in 2022, was great in the preseason for the Jags, but was just wasn't able to crack the roster. He'll get an opportunity, hopefully, in New England. 6-12 is the time on this uh, Tuesday morning, 19th of December. Now, we have had some light snow. Uh, it's a little heavier in the Niagara area right now. That's why Niagara still has a travel advisory. In effect, it's been dropped for the Hamilton area. Uh, but, yeah, we've had some light snow, so the roads could be really slippery in a lot of areas. To our uh, uh, exclusive camera, 403 and Waterdown Road. Um, not a lot to see right there. Now, a little earlier, this camera was really moving about because of the winds. To our MT traffic cameras once again. This is the Garden City Skyway East camera. Well, there's no volume. I mean, you can obviously see or try to see that there's things, the traffic is moving okay. It's had a little bit of heavier snow through there. Centennial Parkway, nothing to see. Uh, 403 Junction looks pretty good. Uh, east of Royal Windsor Drive, nothing at all. And as we go to the 427 Gardner QEW combination, that's doing fine. Remember, please, I know it's a pain in the butt, but it's a good idea to brush off the lights and the, all the windows around the vehicle so you can see and others can see what you're doing and where you are. So please be careful. Uh, look at our temperature at the moment. Temperature right now uh, is st sitting steady this hour again at minus four, but the winds are lightening off just a little bit. They're now west-northwest 22 to 42, giving us a wind chill of minus 11. Uh, it is a cloudy sky to start the day. No problems with air quality again today in the low-risk category, so that's okay. Uh, bus stop forecast for today. We're looking at flurries still lingering. It's going to be windy throughout the day. Winds could gust to 50 kilometers an hour. Uh, we're looking at a high today of minus two, but you factor in the winds, it's going to feel like minus six. So here's a look at the satellite radar picture. Now this shows us cloud cover and precipitation. The blue is the snow flurry activity that we've had on this loop uh, over the past six hours. You can see how Niagara is still getting a little uh, heavier uh, concentration of some snow flurries. What we're looking at for the day today is that northwesterly flow to continue. A little bit of clearing is possible for later on. Just a few clouds overnight tonight and we could see a bit of sunshine for the day tomorrow. Uh, but temperatures today are going to be below seasonal. Temperature, well, zero for Niagara with a bit of flurry activity. Same but, uh, flurries, but minus two in the, the west end of the lake and zero for Halton Peel, Toronto. Tonight, um, maybe not quite as chilly, minus two, minus three, minus five for Brantford. Wind chills down around minus nine, but skies will try to clear. And then tomorrow, we'll see some sunshine for the day tomorrow. I'm going to climb to the plus side, plus one and plus two degrees for the day tomorrow. So we'll get back into some sunshine, whatever snow is going to start to melt. So out the door this morning, um, cloudy, windy, temperature right now, minus four, wind chill, minus 11. Long range in a few minutes, Annette, Tim. Okay, look, let's look long range now into the next half hour and chit chat with Emily Vukovic. That was supposed to be my best kung fu. It's hiya! That's how my kids do it, but there's this taekwondo. Mm. Martial arts. Mm. It's all the same, right? Mm. <laughs> okay, Kung Fu Panda 4 is coming out. We're going to take a sneak peek at that preview. Mm. Jack Black still involved? 
Jack Black is still involved Good. and still as funny as <laughs> ever. And Mariah Carey is back on top. We got to talk about that too. Okay. Okay. I saw. I listened to that song. Like, it came on yesterday, and I wanted to change it, but the kids were like, "No, no I don't like this song." <laughs> just like, there is just one thing I need, and I. Sorry. Okay, moving right along. Coming up in business news, Ontario is set to release its spending plan today. We've got the details coming up. Six eighteen on your Tuesday morning. Canadian dollar up seven basis points this morning to seventy four point seven one cents U.S. Gold is down thirty cents. Crude oil is down thirty one cents to seventy three dollars sixteen cents. In midday trading in Europe, markets up in London, Frankfurt, and Paris. Off to Asia, markets are up in Tokyo, down in Hong Kong and Shanghai, or up slightly in uh, Shanghai, North American markets. Um, started the trading week, uh, some gains across the board. I wonder if that means it's only up 0.86 cents. Is that only up a dollar, you think 86 points? What do you think? Uh, 0.86, not quite one point. Gotcha, okay, so up slightly. Uh, we'll see how the uh, markets do when they open on this December the 19th at 9.30 this morning. I think it's up just a titch. Just a titch. Just a titch. Well, Ontario's Financial Accountability Office set to release an update on the province's 2023-24 spending plan today. The report will review unaudited spending by the government over the first two quarters of the fiscal year. The province spent $2.6 billion less than planned in its first quarter with fewer investments in health and electricity subsidy programs. StatScan is set to release its November consumer price index numbers this morning. Economists say that Statistics Canada will very likely report the country's inflation rate fell back to 1 to 3 percent target range. Now, the inflation rates was 3.1 percent in October, and they're forecasting a 2.9 percent. Uh, they're presenting or thinking that's going to be the reading today, and that is uh, due in large part to a falling gas prices and slowing growth of food prices. Canadian auto companies have to double electric vehicle sales within three years if they're going to meet a newly proposed national mandate. Environment Minister Stephen Gilbo is uh, setting a target, well, he set it a year ago, and is set to reveal the final rules under the Canadian Environmental Protection Act today. StatsCan says in the first nine months of this year, there was a 10.3% increase in new vehicle, electric vehicle registrations. Now, the company that bought Stelco in Hamilton 16 years ago is being acquired by Japan's largest steelmaker. Nippon Steel is buying U.S. steel for $14.9 billion U.S., assuming its debt. Nippon will pay $55 a share for U.S. steel in a deal to boost its manufacturing and technology capabilities. The move will also expand Nippon's production into the United States. U.S. Steel bought Hamilton Stelco back in 2007, then went into creditor protection in 2014. Taking a break right now, Brian's going to be back with your traffic and your seven-day forecast, including that winter travel advisory. 624 is the time on this Tuesday, December the 19th. What I can say about traffic this morning, we have no collisions, not a lot of volume, but road conditions, they're poor this morning. Even the major routes, they're going to be, there's going to start to be snow covered, particularly in Niagara, where there is a travel advisory right now. Temperatures at the moment, minus four for Hamilton. Wind chill, minus 11. Same for Mississauga, minus three Toronto and Grimsby. Now, 
Brandon just sent this to me a few minutes ago. This is a shot from Fort Erie. Fort Erie has a lot more snow than the rest of the horseshoe has. Um, Niagara Falls has a bit, but Fort Erie really got slammed with some snow throughout the overnight hours. Not sure exactly how much there. Uh, those are our sun times and our seasonal temperatures for today. Records as well. And as you can see, a little bit of flurry activity is possible in our forecast, particularly this morning. Uh, we could get uh, just fairly cloudy skies by the first bell, minus four, minus two after school. A little bit of sun is possible, but there's that minus two high for the day today, but a wind chill of minus six later on. So it's going to be a pretty chilly day. Minus four tonight, wind chill down around minus nine. Tomorrow on the plus side, and we'll get some sunshine back. Some sun for Wednesday, a mix of sun and clouds as we get into Thursday, and winter arrives Thursday night, both days plus one. And it gets milder as we head toward Christmas. Not a lot of sunshine. Cloudy Friday, Saturday and Sunday, two, four and six and some showers. It looks like now for Christmas Day and seven. That's a look at your forecast. Annette, yeah. As somebody that does need to travel over Christmas, that is good news. Mm -hmm. I know we want snow, but like it's good for all the traveling yeah, that, happens, that has to happen. OK, uh, the world's most or the world's largest edible gingerbread village is on display. Mm -hmm. It includes 1,251 entirely what? edible gingerbread oh. houses. A creator of this is called Gingerbread Lane. John Lovich went to culinary school to become a chef. But when he entered his first gingerbread house competition, he lost. So now this is his full-time job. It's a year-round operation making every piece of this gingerbread village himself down to the homemade ingredients for the base. It took him three days to assemble it. When can you start in eating gingerbread houses? That's a question we're getting in our house right now. We never ever had them. I've never no, had a gingerbread oh, house. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm asking you at home then. When can you, so we, we put together our gingerbread house. It's sitting on the, the mantle. Okay. Doesn't and it get really stale? I, I, I would think so, but that doesn't really matter because there's candy in it too. Okay. okay. So can you eat those gingerbread houses? <laughs> <laughs> I might have had a piece last night uh, okay. just, at the, just at the back that nobody could see. <laughs> see, I'd be afraid you know of know cats me? licking the icing off the roof. Oh, they'd be doing that yeah. too because it does look delicious. <laughs> All right. Uh, off and running on this. Uh, Tuesday morning, little tricky, depending on where you're from. Brian has all that coming up for you after this.